0: All right. I want everyone to do this. Go like this. Everybody. Come on now. Participate Go like this. Go like. Yeah, just point point right here. Go ahead. Point, point, point. Say say this. Come on, Valeria. Join in. There you go. Say what's inside here. Say it. What's inside here? Matters. Batman. What's inside here? I like the venom approach. What's inside here? Matters. Matters. Is that venom or uh, Batman? Batman? I respect it. Add a little bit of, I was, I was thinking it was either Venom or Batman. Speaking of Venom, did anybody see the new, uh, anybody here at NFN? All right, one person. Cool. Two people. All right, three people. Did you see the new music video, Hope? It's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I love NF, dude. His new music video, Hope, is really cool. If you haven't seen it, check it out. All right. What's in here matters. It made me think of that because of the music video. Anyway. What's in here matters. And what we specifically talk about when we say what's in here matters, we're talking about the heart. Okay. What's in here matters. If you remember when we talked a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how it's important to guard your heart above all else. Why? Because out of it flows the issues of life, what you deposit in the treasury of your heart, young people. Okay. That's what's eventually going to go out. Right? So this is why it's important for you to guard what's in here because what's in here matters. Okay. If you're seeing stuff you shouldn't be seeing, if you're listening to stuff you shouldn't be listening to, guess what? It's getting deposited, the Bible says, into the treasury of your heart, all right? And if it gets deposited here, guess what? You are eventually going to move and act on those things, okay? So if you are depositing uh, inappropriate songs, if you're depositing inappropriate images into, you, the depo- into the treasury of your heart, those things are going to flow out, okay? those things are going to flow out, okay? So you have to make sure you're guarding your heart above all else, okay? Guard your heart above all else, why? Because out of it flows the issues of life, okay? Now, what I, uh, what I want to talk to you about today is, is this. You know, Jesus said in John chapter seven, verse 38. John chapter seven, verse 38. Jesus said this, he says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living water. Man, that's a great verse. He said, he who believes in me. How many of you believe in Jesus? Raise your hand if you believe in Jesus. All right, awesome. The Bible says this. Jesus said, those who believe in him, as the Bible, as the scriptures say, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. Now you're like, what in the world does that mean? Listen, I love that because Jesus was saying, listen, this is basically what Jesus was saying. He said, listen, if you believe in him, Okay, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. And I love that because when you believe in him and he comes to live in you, you get to live a life in abundance. And I know when I say that word abundance, I don't mean necessarily financially, but you get to live a life that is flowing with rivers of living water. It's, it's not dead water. It's not nasty water. It's living water because you have Jesus living on the inside of you. And here's the cool thing. People who have a renewed heart live a life of abundance because they have jesus in their heart right we have jesus in your heart man you are living an abundant life because he has made his life he has made his home in your heart and guess what from your heart is flowing rivers of living water okay so what we're going to talk about just a few things on people who have a renewed heart okay some evidences some when you have a renewed heart, these are some things that you see with people who have a renewed heart. Like when you see someone who has given their life to Jesus and they're just like, oh my gosh, like Jesus is in them. You can see when rivers of living water are flowing from their life because you see these things in their life, okay? And so here are, here are four things that you see in people who have a renewed heart, okay? The first one is this, people with renewed heart live every day giving thanks, oh my goodness. Have you ever seen anybody who first gives their life to Jesus? Man, they're the most thankful people in the world. They say thank you, God, to everything. They go fill up gas in their car. Thank you, God, for giving me gas today. They wake up in the morning. Thank you, God, for waking me up today. They they enjoy praying over their meals. Man, thank you, God, so much for this food. They enjoy thanking God just for the clothes that they have. Thank you, God. Because you know what? Their heart has been renewed. Their heart has been made new. Their heart has gone from being ungrateful to grateful. Their heart has gone from being unthankful to thankful, okay? And a person who has a renewed heart lives every day giving thanks and i love what the bible says in psalms chapter 9 verse 1 it says i will give thanks to the lord with my whole heart i will give thanks to the lord with my whole heart i will recount all of your wonderful deeds i love that i will give thanks to the lord with my whole heart you know it's so easy y'all let's be honest for a second it's so easy to say thank you and not really mean it right it's easy to do that. I'm willing to bet you've done it today, maybe even. Sometimes um, you can say thank you, like I just said, and not even really even mean it. You just kind of like just say it right. It's not really meant wholeheartedly. For example, maybe today at school in the lunch line, you walk through the lunch line and the lady gave you your tray and you said, yeah, in a rush, thank you, and walked off. You just kind of said it just because it's routine. It's just do it out of the emotions. But deep down, you you really don't mean thank you. Right. You just say it. Right. Maybe you've done that before. I know I have. I'm guilty of it. Listen, I'm going to be even more honest. I've been guilty of it when I say thank you to God. Yeah. I'll never forget one morning I woke up and I was let my dog out after I fed him and, you know, taking care of some taking care of some business in the backyard, and um, I'll never forget, I, one of the things that I do when I first wake up is I say, thank you, God, and I'll never forget the specific morning I woke up and I went out to the backyard, and it dawned on me, I hadn't said, man, God, thank you for waking me up today. And so right there in my backyard on, the, on our little porch, I said, thank you, God, and just kind of like, it was, if, but I'll never forget after I said it, i just never forget the feeling I had. It felt like I said, thank you, God, But it was like a checklist, like something that I just did on a checklist that day. I didn't really say thank you, God, with my whole heart. I'll never forget, I I just felt terrible. I felt this like conviction. And this was just a few months ago, if I'm being honest, you know. And I'll never forget, I I stood there and I was like, man, God, I'm sorry. Like, I really am sorry. I said, God, I don't want to ever say thank you without really meaning it. I don't ever want my thank you to be half-hearted. I don't ever want my thank you to be shallow. When I say thank you, Lord, I, I, re- I want it to, to, to there to be some weight behind it. I want there to be something behind when I say thank you. And I love what the Bible said. It said, I will give thanks with my whole heart. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. So here's the thing. I want to ask you a real question. When was the last time you thanked God with your whole heart? Right? Like where you were honestly just said, man, God, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you because I have a roof over my head. Thank you because I have a pillow to lay my head on tonight. Thank you for my family that is still together. Thank you for, for the food that I have today. Thank you. See, here's the thing. A person with a renewed heart, man, they live every day saying thank you to God. They're someone who rivers of living water flow from them. It's, a, it's, it's thankfulness because they realize, man had it not been for the grace of God, had it not been for Jesus, man, I wouldn't even be where I am today, right, and so a person with a renewed heart lives every day being thankful, right, but not just a checklist thank you, but like thankful with their whole heart, right, and say thank you God, okay, so I want to encourage you, you know, You have a renewed heart. Live every day being thankful. Okay, live every day being thankful. Okay, that's what one of the things that someone with a renewed heart uh, has. Um, Another thing was people with a renewed heart set their heart to study, live and teach the word of God. All right. People with a renewed heart set their heart to study, live and teach the word of God. On your chair, when you walk in every Wednesday night, there is a Bible on your chair, okay? All right, we put that there for a reason uh, because you know, obviously we want you guys to follow along as best you can, if you can turn the pages, things like that. I know we make it easy for you to put these up here, but one of the things that I have learned and I have seen is that someone who has a renewed heart, someone who gives their life to Jesus and Jesus comes and changes their heart, he makes them new, he restores their joy, man, all of a sudden, I noticed that those people They have this passion. They have this drive. Like they really are excited to not just read the Bible, but to not just read it. Because here's the thing. There's a difference between reading and studying the Bible. When you read it, you just read it. Okay? Just read it. When you study it, you dissect it. You look into it. Studying it is letting God speak to you, right? And then, but not only that, people who really have a renewed heart, they not only set their hearts to read it and study it, but there's something that comes up on the inside of them. Again, rivers of living water flow from their lives. They have to share it with someone else. When I was 17 years old, I gave my life to Jesus. Like, for real gave my life to Jesus, okay? When I was a teenager, I went to every altar call at every youth event possible, okay? I gave my life to Jesus. It felt like every week sometimes. Raising my hand at every opportunity, right? When I was 17 years old, the fall year, my fall semester of my senior year of high school, I really went all in with God. You know, I've shared the story many times. I ran away from home, came back home. I was sitting on the floor of my bathroom in my parents' house, and I was crying out to God, God, I've been wrong this whole time. Please forgive me. And right then and there, I knew God's presence was there because it felt like the weight of the world had been lifted off of my shoulders. And I knew in that moment I had been forgiven of everything. After that happened, after Jesus came and came into my heart, and he renewed my heart, he made it new, and he restored the joy, okay, and everything— something happened to me before, like that had never happened before all of a sudden now i had this desire to read what this book the bible had to say so 17 years old i set my heart to to read the bible so i would read the bible i had no idea where to start i had no there was no bible plan or maybe there were i just didn't know about them but i didn't have a bible plan i just i would just open the bible and be like all right here we are Let's read these 10 verses. I didn't know what I was reading. I didn't know how to read it, but I just knew I just wanted to read it. And then I started to study it, okay? And sure enough, let's see, it was November. One month after I gave my life to Jesus, one month after that, I'll never forget, I preached my first sermon in youth ministry back then. So like where the flag girls meet right now, it's a few rooms over. That actually used to be the youth room back in the day, okay? I Preached my first message at seventeen years old in that room, okay I just had a sudden all of a sudden I had a heart to read, study, and teach, share God's word with other people, specifically my peers my my fellow friends. Let's see that was December January, February, two months after my free, preached my first message, I was really close friends with Pastor Jesse's son, who is our senior pastor, Josh, who was who was a sophomore at the time, I was really good friends with him, and I would hang out with Josh a lot, and I'll never forget, I was staying at Josh's house, or Pastor Jesse's house one night with Josh, and Pastor's like, hey, how serious are you, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm all in, and uh, Pastor said, all right, cool, Um, I'm going out of town in a few weeks, he's like, when I go out of town, you're going to preach in the main service on Sunday morning, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. my heart was like, Like, you ever been like nervous and break out in like that cold, chill sweat? That was me in that moment, right? Uh, I was 17 years old, senior in high school. Talking about the main stage out there. I was terrified, but at the same time, I was excited because I get to share with not just my peers, but with everybody what God had done in my life and what God could do for others. See, here's something that I've learned. People who have a renewed heart, people who welcome Jesus into their life. Again, when you welcome Jesus into your life, out of your heart will flow what? Rivers of living water. Abundant living happens. And you can't help but share who Jesus is. And so when people who have a renewed heart, all of a sudden they have a, this, they set their hearts to read the Bible, to study the Bible, and to share what God's word says. Okay. And I knew from that moment on, man, I just wanted to I knew I was called by God to, to, share, to share his love with others. You know, I love what the Bible says, actually, in, in Ezra chapter 7, verse 10. It says, for Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statues and rules in Israel. Now, Ezra was basically someone who, uh, who, had, who basically was, was um, leading a group of exiles back to their home city. But what he did was he set his heart to study God's word, to read it, to study it, to live it, and to teach it, okay? That's what he did, all right? And so that's something that happens when you have a renewed heart, okay? You have a desire, you set your heart to study, live, and teach God's word, okay? Another thing that happens, another thing that happens, and you know what, this will be the last one I share tonight, okay? People with a renewed heart set their heart to seek God. I love that. You know what? I'm going to share this one instead. People with a renewed heart have a steadfast heart. Okay? And that word steadfast means a loyal and faithful. They are loyal and faithful in the midst of adversity and persecution. People with a steadfast heart are loyal and faithful in the midst of persecution. Psalms 57 7 says, My heart is steadfast. My heart is loyal. My heart is faithful. Oh, God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. You know, I love and respect fellow believers so much when they go through one of the most difficult times in their lives and they still remain loyal to God. Man, that's that's inspiring. It's respectable. Right. When they're, they're just going through the most difficult season of their life, they may not have no money Um, maybe uh, financially their home is in 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 a in a bad place or whatever it may be they're going through a difficult season in their life but you know what regardless of whatever it is that they go through they are they are steadfast okay they are loyal and faithful to god no matter the circumstances they are facing and here's the thing people with a renewed heart they are loyal to god no matter what it is they're facing people with a renewed heart are faithful to god no matter what difficulties they're facing okay no matter what difficulties no matter what situations no matter how hard it may be in their life guess what people with a renewed heart are steadfast they're loyal and faithful to god <laughs> i'll never forget um so i'll never forget. I, I, I was i was i just committed my life to jesus and i was driving one day <laughs> And I was so excited. I was singing Christian songs on the way home, and I was all in a good mood. Like, nothing, like Everything was just perfect to me. And uh, I'm on the loop here in Lubbock, and I'm exiting on 50th Street. And you ain't going to believe what happened next, but as I'm driving, as I'm exiting the loop onto 50th Street, all of a sudden, my car, my, my Jeep that I had just made this loud noise, and my Jeep is going like this all of a sudden. Like, you just hear this loud, pum 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 pum. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And um, pull up to a red light, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I turn, and there's this pawn shop on the corner. And when I pull into the pawn shop, um, all of a sudden, I, I hit the brakes. I'm like, what the heck is going on? When I hit the brakes, bro, no lie, I see my tire roll past me. Yes, my tire rolls past me. And I'm like, yo, that's my tire. That's my tire. And I'll never forget, like, I, I parked the Jeep, right? And I hop out, and it's like, it's like a scene off a movie. I'm running to catch my tire because I don't want it to hit nobody's car because a wreck and all that sort of stuff, right? I go, chase the tire down, and I bring it back. And I'll never forget, I, I, I come back to my Jeep, and I look at my Jeep, and it's just, like, leaning, bro. It's so bad. It's an ugly situation right now. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I look at my Jeep. I look at my tire I look at my Jeep and I look at my tire and I look up at heaven and I was like I just started laughing I'm not lying to you I started laughing I just started laughing I just I, I called my dad I was like hey pop I'm gonna need your help can you just help me thankfully I literally live right down the street My dad comes through and we put the tire back on and we we get it to my apartment and. <laughs> I'll just never forget, I was like, I go to my, my apartment, I was like, what the heck just happened? And I'll just never forget, I just said, you know what, God, it, it could have been a lot worse, right? Could have been a lot worse, okay? And I just think, you know, I had an opportunity to be to like, in all honesty, had an opportunity to be so mad at God, right? I really could have been like, oh, God, I'm trying to live for you, and this happens to me, like... This ain't even right, you know what I'm saying? I could have been so mad at God like, "Oh, I'm going to have to pay for the tire. I'm going to I'm going to pay for ugh. Oh. Like, I really could have. I could have blamed God. I could have done a number of things, right? He was testing right? I could have I could have done a lot of things, man. You know what I'm saying? But I just remember looking back and I was just like, "You know what? I'm not even going to be like that. I'm going to be steadfast regardless of what it is I'm going through, right? I'm going to be loyal and faithful to him even though this is a difficult moment for me right now. You know that right after that, (laughs) my wallet was stolen from my job. I was like, again, it was like, could this get any worse type of thing? I could have been mad at God, but I wasn't. You know, I was just like, you know, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what. Because again, someone with a renewed heart, they're steadfast. They are loyal and faithful to God, no matter what it is that they face in life. And I know you guys face real things in life. Listen, I get it. I'm not trying to tell you that all your kids, you don't know what it's like. No, no. I know you go through real situations. I know you go through peer pressure. I know you go through things at your school that parents and adults don't understand. But here's the thing. I want to encourage you. Be loyal and faithful to God, okay? Have a steadfast heart about you. People with a renewed heart are steadfast. They're loyal and faithful to God no matter what circumstances they face, okay? So, Three things we learned tonight, okay? Three things we learned tonight about people with a renewed heart, okay? People with a renewed heart live every day giving thanks, right, Saeed? Yes, sir. sir. People with a renewed heart set their heart to study, live, and teach the Word of God. And people with a renewed heart have a steadfast heart, okay? People with a renewed heart have a steadfast heart. Remember what Jesus said. In John chapter 7, verse 38, he said, he who believes in me, you all believe in the Lord. You all raise your hand when I ask that question. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Living water, man. Living water. People who have Jesus in their life have abundant life flowing through them. Rivers of living water. Listen, that's who, that's, that's you. Okay. That's you. Alright? That is who you are. That is what you have flowing from your heart. And don't ever forget that, okay?